the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burning. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting live from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com is the website to go to. Or give us a call, 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. We'd be happy to help you in any way that we can. That first consultation is all with no cost and absolutely no obligation. 612-627-8000. We are coming into uh, the last week of the big October. It's crazy, Got your Halloween costume all picked out. We're all ready to go. Doing a little boo bash tonight at the elementary school with Sean, our little foster buddy. So I'll yeah. be doing that tonight. That'll be great. Boo bash. What do you boo do? Boo bash at the elementary school. Yeah, they have inflatables and all that sort of oh, thing. Cool. So it'll be a lot of fun. So you guys gonna are, dress up? I will not be. I will. Uh, Why not? Well, I don't have stuff. Sean would probably like that. He would like that probably. Party cities, you know. Yeah. 20 so. bucks, you can get yourself a nice nurse outfit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe short skirt it. There you mm-hmm. go. That should yeah. go over well. I bet your legs look nice in a skirt, Calvin. They do, man. <laughs> We've really gone off track. Yeah. Early. <laughs> early in the show. <laughs> very, that's very early to be off track. Yeah. Uh, what uh, in particular, I got something I want to just, uh, Kelvin and I were talking earlier about our industry, and, and uh, I've noticed a couple of things recently and how it's paralleling. Well, I guess it comes from the swamp. Okay, so we got the swamp, right? The in swamp. your backyard. Well, no, they can talk about the swamp in Washington D.C. You know, where you've got, where you've got people. Uh, doesn't matter what political party. It's just people who are embedded in the in the bureaucracy and in the culture of Washington D.C. And they do not want it changed. Well, we have a swamp of our own in in our industry and in our state. And in every other state, and in our associations, and and it is this bureaucracy of associations and of a Department of Commerce, and you know, big companies and all that stuff. Who you know, things have been pretty good, and they don't want it changed. And now, like so many other things, you got uh, Donald Trump. For whatever you think about him, he's a disruptor. So he's going in there, and things will never, whether he's reelected or not. Things will never be the same again, and they're not going to go back to the good old days. The same thing is happening in our industry. We've got disruptors coming into our industry. Zillow, Zappos, Zerpel, all the nationals, you know, there's a lot of money. Wall Street is looking for avenues to invest 
where they can get a return. And they look typically on places either where there's a lot of volume where they can fee things and, and flow through. That's uh, happening right now in the mortuary business because, you know, funerals are expensive mm-hmm. and and uh, there's a lot of margin in it. And so they're they're doing the same thing. There's there's uh, websites and stuff like that are trying to do the same thing in the mortuary business just like they did in the in the travel business and everything else. So then I I look at our industry and, and I was just thinking, reflecting on this. I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I was because you in, you get in your old age, you start reflecting. You start on being a little more contemplative about okay. things. So I'm looking back at the, when the market it's, crashed, and who got hurt? I mean, who got not hurt, but who got what industries got changed as a result of that? And it's like, well, the mortgage industry got changed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Significantly, the appraisal industry got changed. The title companies were affected somewhat. We kind of just skated. The real estate industry skated. And there are a few agents that were involved in, in that got caught, I shouldn't say involved, but they got caught uh, doing some things that they shouldn't have been done. But in, in the whole mortgage upheaval, that the big fraud thing that came about as mortgage fraud and all that stuff, there was always a mortgage company, an appraiser, a real estate agent, mm-hmm. and a title company involved. Well, we just have to deal with the change. We have to deal with the change with our clients. Like changes in regulation, changes in process. Right, but, in- but our industry hasn't changed. Right. And so I'm thinking, why not? I mean, why is it? So I thought... What would change about it? Well, here's what I thought. The reason that that uh, so many people, our industry, 90% of the people who get a license, a real estate license, never sell a house. Right? That's just the stats. And we know that our move-through on new agents coming through, somewhere between 70 and 80% of them wash out. So there's constant churn in, in, in our industry. And it's like, well, why is that? And and when I was on all the committees a number of years ago, I've been around a long time. The, you know, the industry's been good to me. I thought, oh, I'm going to go serve and do all that. And I did that for a couple of years and was so frustrated that I just had to not do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I realized that that's the swamp. That is the swamp. All the committees and the old guard, and they're all in there, and they don't want nothing to change because it's cozy the way it is. And uh, so, won't they be forced to change, though, Keith? With the well, they will be forced to change. It's it's happening now, but it's like, but what? But change how? Here's here's how I think. Change. I mean, what would change good would be like make it harder and more expensive. And not as easy to obtain mm-hmm. a real estate license. Yeah, be- that's so one a, way a real estate license mm-hmm. sh- should be something that's coveted. I mean, that you work for, like any other you know, lic- licensure. Mm-hmm. And and it isn't. It's 90 hours. 90 hours, you go sit in a class. You don't really have to pay that close attention. The first class you do, and then you go take the test. The next two classes, you can sleep through them, right? I mean, it's just 90 hours, really. I looked up this morning because I always use the example of, you know, it, it takes more to be a, a hairdresser than it does to be a real estate agent. So I thought, I don't know. I better look that up and just see. So I'm on the, online this morning, go to the Department of Commerce site and uh, find a, a, what you need to be a real to be a barber. So to be a barber, you need 1,500 hours of in-class training. And, and you do and sit classes like hair, head shaving Beard trimming, you know, I mean, those are the classes that you, that you're fifteen hundred hours, mm-hmm. and then once you're out, you have to go apprentice somewhere for another fifteen hundred hours, 
before you are a master barber and mm-hmm. can open your own shop. Okay. 3,000 hours, right? That sounds and, like more than and, what's required to obtain And you can't do any more than eight hours a day. So it's not like, okay, I got to crank through this yep. 1,500 hours. I'm just going to do 12 hours a day, bang her out, you know? No. Nope. No more than eight hours a day. It has to be in classroom or under supervising. Mm-hmm. The beard trimming. Mm-hmm. So, and then I look at, okay, what's it take? I'm a broker. What's it take to be a broker? Well, to be a master barber, to be able to open your own shop, you have to have 3,000 hours and have passed a master barber test, right? 3,000 hours. To be a broker in real estate, you have to have had your license for three years and take a course and pass a test. That's it. No selling houses. No selling houses. You could have your license for three years and never have sold a house and become a broker. Mm -hmm. Now you're a broker. Now you can supposedly supervise other licensees, their activities. That, to me, that's insane. Having never sold a house yourself. Having never sold a house yourself. I mean, it's insane. So now, are you telling me that I can now go out and recruit my cousin who works at McDonald's, nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, but she works at McDonald's uh, and, and just got her real estate license. I've never sold a house, but I got my broker's license. And now I'm somehow supervising her, and she goes out and gets herself involved in a $700,000 transaction, has no clue of what she's doing, and neither do I. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of stuff, and, and I... I the reason that I started thinking about this, now I know why, because Lindsay, our gal, uh, who works on the north side, called me because she was having trouble getting hold of an agent on a property that she had made an offer, submitted the offer, and crickets, ghosted. Hmm. And the agent is uh, from a new web-based company that's blown into town, and they've got a bunch of agents, but they have no broker. And no oversight. And no oversight. So, because they have no office. So, it's all this virtual business. And once the, once they're gone, I mean, it's like, that's why we have problems. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we have problems. So, just think if you had to go and there was some kind of requirement that you had to work under somebody or you had to do so many transactions or there's some real, or, or at least get an associate's degree somewhere with a with with a with a emphasis in real estate so you had some basic business law background and some accounting and some some of that something mm-hmm. i mean give me something a little more uh a little more skin into the game so for our department of commerce people if you're listening uh and they and they love finding things wrong and penalizing and and finding people and and that kind of thing but it could most of that could be avoided if, you, if they just had some training to start with, that's my rant. I think that's a good point. Good point. We're going to head out to break here. This have, is Real Estate Chalk Talk. I have more. I could go on for another Call Senior if you want to talk Thank more you. about. Uh, call Senior directly. Yeah. yeah. Anybody looking for uh, somewhere uh, to hang your license, give us a call. 612-627-8000. Log on to hitnergroup.com. Good point, so dad. Hitnergroup.com. We'll be right back. Get that. 